lads, uh, we'll do a quick segment here on week two. Yeah? Yeah? No? Okay, right, let's go. Uh, so in this segment, we're going to look at maybe a couple of games each. We'll do a round twice and talk about things that we're excited for for week two. Anybody want to guess what my main excitement is for this weekend? Somebody guess the main game that I'm really excited for. Go on. The Rams and the Falcons? No. Oh. No, okay. I, I, I'm Nathaniel Hackett learning how to manage a game in the last That's a good minutes, Coming from but... a Patriots fan, that's a good one because we're both in the same spot. We're both 0 1 at the minute, mate. Um, Colts, Jaguars. <laughs> Colts, Jaguars. Oh. Um, we, we gave you Colts, Texans on the quick fire last weekend, so I understand what you want to keep with your Colts. I'm, uh, it's not about the Colts. I've Well, it is and it isn't. I, the thing that really interests me about this game is the last time these two teams played each other, all the Colts had to do was win and go to the playoffs and they completely cacked the bed as we say in Toronto I don't know if if it's a thing in the south or not cacked the bed but they did and Matt Ryan last week had over 300 yards passing Jonathan Taylor had 165 yards I think it was on on the rush and they still didn't win against the Texans I watched did you watch the Colts game back last week Matt Ryan I mean Colin Remember what Peyton Manning was like against the Steelers in 2015? I, I don't want to go too far into it. It's one week. I'm intrigued to see this game. I have made my pick for tomorrow night, and I will. And this is the whole point in the second. If you're listening to this on Friday morning, folks, we are live at 9.30 uh, on Friday night with podcasts going up. First thing in the morning on Saturday with a full podcast out on the Sunday morning for week two. Uh, I am intrigued for this game. I feel that if the Colts were to drop to 0-1-1, it could really open that division up Colin is there a game uh, that you're interested in this weekend that we'll talk about more tomorrow night yeah for for me it's the Raiders against the Cards I think that's huge both uh, sides having lost their opening game and uh, go back to the one of the the stats uh, that I quoted at the the start uh, talked about if you win the two games well if you lose your opening two games uh, just 11% of teams have then gone on to go to the playoffs and uh, I think for both of, of these teams they really want to go i think cliff and the the gm in arizona need to go uh to to the playoffs and you know the uh, josh josh mcdaniels hits has a lot more leeway having just come in but um given the new contract given that what they gave up for devonta adams they will have expectations there so to me that's an enormous game. Um, one the Cardinals could probably uh, would wished it was maybe later in the the schedule, given that they're they're still dealing with injuries and uh, missing Hopkins. But uh, given that they need to get a win, that's one to that will be very very interesting. Have you seen? I don't mean to butt in, Brian. For, for, for just for your point, have you seen the Cardinals schedule? Like, I'm a complete nerd now. Like, have you seen your schedule over the next five weeks? They are it's in qu- major trouble, Brian. Major trouble. The Cardinals. Cliff Kingsbury could be out of a job before your kids are looking sweet to Halloween. <laughs> well, I wouldn't go that far, but uh, we did we did uh, discuss in our NFC West preview the the nature of their schedule and how difficult it was, and <clears throat> we did we all felt to be a drop off this season. It could be a dramatic drop off from going from seven and zero at the start of last season to potentially zero and five. I think maybe we had suggested that could be could be could happen. And um, the one for me is the Bengals and the Cowboys because 
Jerry is not willing to make a trade to bring in a quarterback this week. He said it was great. Well, we had a really good detailed conversation on Monday on the show, one about Zach Taylor's coaching of the game against the Steelers, which we were quite critical of, and they'll look for a bounce back. And he, and the Cowboys have said they're not trading for the quarterback, and they're going to run it back with Cooper Rush, and they have all the confidence in the world in him. And Jerry said it was a very surprising night on Sunday. So I don't know why he was surprised by it because we all, well, with the exception of you, Michael, we all picked the Cowboys and felt that the Bucks would dominate in particular defensively which is which is what happened so interesting to see how this offense bounces back without Dak because for three and a half quarters with Dak they couldn't move the ball either so he thinks they're going to be okay with Cooper rushes the quarterback against a Bengals team that's that's going to be ruining a difficult loss I, I fear for the Cowboys on Sunday Mark just going down to your level hold on it's good time now. for people on the podcast Mark needs to put his camera up I'm joking Mark I'm just trying to stay awake because I'm up all night reporting on Justin Herbert. So what's the crack? What, what game are you excited for first tomorrow or on Sunday? Well, I mean, I, I could get excited about you know, the Patriots versus Pittsburgh Steelers, you know, two franchises not on the same luster they were, both with six Super Bowl wins, which is twice as many as the Broncos, Michael. But no, I'm not excited about that. I'll give you, a, maybe it's going to sound strange. I'm actually very excited to see the Carolina Panthers face off against the New York Giants. And the reason I'm excited about that is, one, I'm still fascinated to see the ever-going Baker Mayfield saga and how it will go. I mean, are Carolina going to break another top pick and ruin him forevermore, uh, forever and a day? But actually, and this is to really depress the Cowboys fans that listen to us, I think the Cowboys are almost inevitably going to be heading towards 0-4 with Dak Prescott's injury. Another flip side to that is, I'm going to say it now, so you've got my pick for the next three weeks, Michael. The Giants will sit at 4-0. The Giants are going to London, 4-0. This this league's a joke, if Daniel Jones... They they have to then play the Cowboys without Dick Prescott, and then they have the Bears. I think it is highly possible that could occur. And then my dream could come true. We could maybe once have a London game between two teams with a winning record when they actually come to London, which has never, ever happened Hold in the on, entire series we, so we can't talk about it. We haven't got the credentials yet. Just let's po- positive talk about the London game. <laughs> let's, uh, <laughs> let's see. But, but yeah, I, I just think it's going to be fascinating to see if the Giants can keep that momentum. They weren't Brian, you'll admit it. They weren't world beaters necessarily at the weekend. Uh, Daniel Jones still has his issues, still had turnovers. Uh, but Saquon Barkley did play well. And I'm just fascinated to see, can they turn the test of time? Uh, above 500 for the first time in six years. Um, and I can see them going to 4-0. and Let's talk NFL about that more to tomorrow night. Place. Let's discuss that more tomorrow night, 9.30. Let's get, uh, sorry, yeah, Brian, I I mean, we're going to do another round table, but go ahead. I better go get the beers and celebrate more for now. One game at a time. uh, This is why I was going to ask, I was going to ask Mark about this. We we have to be impartial in this show. Mark, very quickly, 30 second answer uh, before we get another round of games here and then we'll give our game picks. Uh, Are we being too harsh on the Patriots after that performance last week? We've had comments. I've had DMs from people saying we've been too harsh on them. I mean, I don't know. I'm not trying to be harsh, lads. No, when you said a couple of weeks ago you think Matt Jones will be out of the NFL at the end of this season, that was too harsh. And I don't think he'll be a starting quarterback next year in terms of the way if that was to continue over the next seven. And I think that's a fair statement. I hope he is. He's the first-round pick on, the rookie, on a rookie contract. That was a bit illogical. But no, I don't think it's been too harsh. I mean, the Patriots' defense was actually better than probably I expected in many respects. They only gave up 13 points uh, when you consider that seven of them came on the pick six. 
Um, but the offense did look disjointed. Look, Patriots fans, they do have 17 first downs. They did slightly move the ball, but turnovers at the wrong time, not where they need to be. Uh, a lot of work necessary to be done. And Patriots but fans... Lot, 31 other teams to talk about. Of course, right? and Patriots fans, other. will be a full segment on your team tomorrow night. Uh, can't wait for that. Mac Jones against Mitchell Trubisky. America's Game of the Week. Uh, the game that I'm going to talk about on my last sort of preview here um, is the Seattle Seahawks against the San Francisco 49ers. Um <laughs> where do I start here if I'm going to piss off Patriots fans this could be a, this could be bad is Trey Lance the answer there's no George Kittle this week it seems let's see what happens in Seattle See, if, I mean Geno Smith lads the other night had 195 yards two touchdowns if Trey Lance can't get the ball down the field against the Seahawks I know Seattle had their Super Bowl last week and you know for a, an organisation I can't say anything they're going to Munich aren't they um We'll talk go about on, it tomorrow go on, night. Go on. No, I'm not saying that. I, I, I think like Seattle are, like and Brian, I think we talked about this on the Batten podcast this week. Seattle are seven to two to beat the Niners. The Niners have got a rookie yeah. quarterback that's played in as many games that as like I like, lads, come off it. Like this whole situation is nuts yeah. in, in San Francisco. And we all just gonna sit there and agree, oh Trey Lance, I hope he is. Personally, professionally, I hope Trey Lance is going to Arizona in February. But I just have a feeling that all is not 100%. And maybe I'm going to pick the Seahawks tomorrow night. Colin, what's your... Michael, what, Michael yeah. sorry, sorry, you said we're all sitting near Trey Lance. I've been saying it for the exact same thing with you. We've been in lockstep since day one on this. We've been in lockstep in pre-season. We were on lockstep on Monday. I think it's a disaster. Kittle's not likely to play on Sunday either. It's going to be Garoppolo by... Week five, week six. I'm telling you, we're, we're on the same page. More on this tomorrow night. Sorry, Michael, I'm a little bit worried the apocalypse is coming. You and Brian are agreeing vociferously on something. Like, <laughs> there's, there's something seriously wrong. Um, I will just say, you bring up Seattle San Fran, in case people haven't noticed, um, the ESPN are reporting per sources that Jamal Adams is out for the season for Seattle. We focused a lot on TJ Watt's uh, injury for the Steelers, but that is devastating. Um, for Seattle secretary, if that is proved to be the case, Colum, uh, Kajay, Kajay, what's your game that you want to talk about? Uh, I, like, I, the league, the overreactions to, like, you lose a game now, and it's like the the end of the world. They're bringing a, a, a rookie QB. They have they have to take their licks. Like they went and got him. Like what what the option if they don't start Lance again? We'll get into it more tomorrow. But it's absolutely insanity. Um, if uh, if they've done what they they did, they know what Jimmy G is. Um, I yeah, I I don't know. They where have that's to start him. Go. I'm just just giving a right. What game? I don't the, say Texans against Broncos. Don't. <laughs> no, 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 that that could be interesting for other reasons. No, it's it's going to be the Ravens against the the Dolphins um, because that's uh, going to be should be fascinating. You obviously have um, two teams there who got a, a win um, to start the season, and but you know have question marks hanging over both QBs. Um, there's still more talk this week that, you know, uh, around Lamar and, and what the Ravens might do about franchise tagging him and then looking to um, trade trade him potentially. Oh, that This is just going to continue for the season. And also the fact, like, the Dolphins 
it, you know, Tua missed an awful lot of open players last week. Um, Mark talked about the the Patriots' defense. Um, yeah, at, at moments they they were they were good, but at other times, like if Tua had been able to to hit his guy, um, it could be very different. He also talked today about you know he how I suppose his height impacts the way in which um, he plays. And that's just a, a reality. Uh, I think, again, there was an overreaction to him actually pointing out um, an objective fact. I don't think that's a bad thing, him saying that. It does impact the way in which uh, he plays. But at the same time, there's an awful lot of weapons there and the speed that they showed. Like, if they can find a way uh, for him to, you know, get the ball into the receiver's hands, they could be scary good. Michael, I was going to go with Seattle and 49ers, but you took it away on me, so I'll, I'll, I'll shift gears to Sunday night football. Just Seattle, I did say nine wins this season. The one bank day holiday game, Brian. The, the, the late <laughs> well, night game for all the lads up here. Happy days. And two games on Monday night as well. So, yeah, yeah it's, it's okay, going to be a late well, night. And just, I, cause I knew you were going to say about Seattle. I will talk about this more tomorrow night. Me, if I pick Seattle tomorrow night, I still think the comment that you made about Seattle weeks ago was probably in, in two and a half years was one of the worst things I've heard in this on this broadcast ever there's so, no so way far, in hell they're getting 10 wins this season nine there's, I said nine there's more chance nine. of well nine how about no in German or you know nine no no chance so so far so good anyway <laughs> I, I want to move to Sunday night football um, the Bears coming off the win against the 49ers the criticised 49ers here um, with Justin Fields who only had eight completions in the entirety of the game and the Bears fans rightly so Similar to the Giants are on a crest of a wave this week, but I think, and again, I don't want to give away picks, but I think something might be coming crashing down very quickly. And Packers 10-point favourites, Brian, on the handicap. 10-point oh, favourites. That's, that's a disgrace. Okay, well, disgrace in what way, Michael? In terms of, do you think it should be less? Oh, no, it should, uh, no, I, I'm just saying, no, like, no, it's, it's, it's supposed it's to be a prime-time football game, Brian. Like, you would think that maybe Justin Fields could take the ball down the field a couple of times in the game. We'll talk about this tomorrow night, but uh, I'd like to think for all of us lads sent up late on Sunday <laughs> night that we're going to get a good game, you know? I think the bookies are not wrong too often, and I think they've recognised that for the first three, two and a half, three quarters, potentially, last weekend, the Bears couldn't do anything with the ball, and then all of a sudden, teams went a bit crazy in that game the, four, uh, the Packers are, this reminds me of last year the Packers got blown out in week one nobody expected it against the Saints okay you all went for the Vikings I was quite surprised by how poor they played and then they went I think it was on Monday Night Football last year and we discussed it on the betting podcast where they went in and played the Lions at home and they blew the Lions out and they, and you know the offence got going I know Devontae Adams was there then, but I, I see something similar on Sunday it'd be interesting to see how quickly they react. Uh, they're at home, it's the open game, the crowd are going to be well up for it. It's a big divisional clash, no matter when the game is played. And the Bears will, maybe the Bears will fancy themselves, but I think most Bears fans would recognise last weekend was a great win. But can they live with Rodgers, with the players that he still has around them, if they get things going? I would expect a big improvement by the pack on Sunday night and a big, a big bounce back to what we saw last week. Mark, the Bears will, quote, fancy themselves. Do you fancy yourself? Or is that like a saying in the cipher? What's the crack? It's a joke. I, that, I'm trying to keep. I'm trying to keep the crack going here at five past eleven at night. Michael, that that's a little bit disturbing and narcissistic. If I was to say yes to that question, <laughs> no, no, we'll be I, right I, back. I, um, I tell you, someone who does fancy themselves, and I'm going to clash. Right, we'll talk about someone who you definitely think fancy themselves, but also I'm going to clash two sports here. So Liverpool did it once against Bournemouth. Leicester did it once against Southampton. Man United did it twice against Southampton and Ipswich. 
And of course, the New Orleans Saints did it last year against Tampa Bay. What am I talking about? Winning nine zip in a game. And my other game off highlight, which I just think is going to be so fascinating this weekend, is Tampa Bay at the New Orleans Saints yet again. Um, regular season, Tampa Bay, Tom Brady haven't been able to beat them. It's been abysmal for them. So uh, whether he can break that curse, whether obviously the Saints can bounce, uh, I mean, they, they bounce back pretty strong, obviously, but whether they can continue to keep some momentum going, especially considering, obviously, Sean Payne's departure, which we talked about, is it going to be the same? Are they still going to curse Tom Brady? Um, lots of tabloid speculation about Tom Brady and kind of personal challenges uh, coming out this week. Uh, so he might be dealing with some uh, personal matters as well. He's got Separately, a lot of uh, going on, apparently, he said. Yeah, well, yeah. he's got he's going to have enough problems on the field again with that Saints team, especially that Saints defense. Still not necessarily sold on James Winston, but I'm definitely still sold on that Saints defense. Fascinating matchup. Can't wait to see it.